Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This town sometimes really is something else. And I look, I get it. The Jets deserve to be criticized. The Jets deserve to be ripped. You can't try to build a team up and build a player up and get all hyped up and expect the team is going to go out there and steamroll the New England Patriots of all teams. And then when they don't and they lose a you know a tough game, it's like they get smoked by New England or embarrassed like we've seen many times before. And then, oh, God, this team stinks and this quarterback is no good. And it just uh, it shouldn't work like that. I know it does. I get it. And believe me, I'm part of it. But it should not work like that. And I think people are pointing the blame in the wrong direction here when it comes to the Jets. And we'll get into the Giants in a little bit. And look, for the Giants, it's just a tough loss. It happens on the road in Seattle. Gito Smith played a good game. Seattle has been a solid team. I don't. I still don't think they're very good. But you know what? They get a win at home. Giants didn't play a perfect football game by any stretch. They lose. We'll get more into that. But with the Jets, it's a little different here because... This was a team that if you paid attention to, and I, and I know we do, but you know it's still the end of baseball season now that that's over. Maybe people focus in a little bit more. If you were watching this team closely through the first seven weeks of the year, you, you knew now you wanted to be hopeful. I get it, but you knew that there there was something missing as far as them being a legitimate contender. Not to say that they can't make the playoffs, but there was just something missing where you know the difference between the Jets and an established good team. And for me, that thing missing was part of it was good quarterback play, right? They haven't shown that they could throw the football, win games through the year. They really haven't had to. And when you look back at what they did with their wins, you know, everybody wants to talk about, oh, well, the Jets, they won four in a row. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. And you look at their 5-2 and two record, the Cleveland game, they really shouldn't have won that. They did, but they really shouldn't have won that. You know, the circumstances with Miami, with, with their quarterback situation, you know, Green Bay's a down team, Denver stinks. You could pick apart their opponents if you'd like, but it really was never about the opponents. It was always about the Jets themselves because the Jets were actually playing like a solid football team, even without having the quarterback play get to that next level. And then you have the injuries that they suffered last week. Those are crushing injuries. Vera Tucker in particular, Brees Hall. I mean, those are two injuries that are tough to overcome. Now, injuries are a part of 
sports, really, but football in particular. Hard to overcome that at certain points. I mean, the Jets' bread and butter this year, aside from their defense, has been what? Running the football. That's what they do. They run the football well. When they were going well, they run the football with Brees Hall. Flipping games, really. Changing games with his big runs and his ability to make the big play. Something the Jets haven't had in forever. So you take him out, that's a problem. You take Veritaka out, that's a problem. And then you factor in Bill Belichick. Now, part of the reason I think that the Jet fan or the Jets tough talk was happening last week was because of what happened on Monday Night Football with the Bears and the Patriots. Because if it weren't for that, where the Bears really took it to New England, I don't think as many people would have felt as confident in the Jets going in. Maybe they would have thought the Jets would have won this game at home. And look, this is the time to beat the Patriots. If not now, when? Maybe people would have thought the Jets could have been competitive or won the game, but not the feel that you had building up to yesterday's matchup. I think Monday night had a lot to do with it. And we kind of forgot that Bill Belichick is still running things. And as long as he is there, it's going to be a problem for the New York Jets. But before we get into that, the quarterback play. Okay, so the Jets haven't shown that Zach Wilson can be the guy in these games yet early on in the season. There's still a learning curve to a player as young as Zach Wilson is. And with all the hype around this game, with maybe feeling the need to overcompensate for the lack of run game, you saw a quarterback in Zach Wilson that tried to do too much. It's as simple as that. Now he's got to learn. If anything, to me, the knock on him is he doesn't have any patience. He admitted so after the game where throwing the ball away is frustrating. Yeah, no crap. It's been frustrating from the beginning of the invention of the sport for quarterbacks, I'm sure. That's what separates the great quarterbacks, the smart quarterbacks, from the bad ones. That is something that Zach Wilson is going to have to learn. It's as simple as that. Not to mention that you cannot throw the football you know, over 40 times at this particular point in Zach Wilson's career and expect to win many football games. Was Wilson at his best? Absolutely not. Did he play the worst game that we've ever seen from a Jets quarterback against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots? Also, absolutely not. Frustrating for sure. Silly, stupid mistakes? Yes. Is Zach Wilson now not the guy? Are we certain that Zach Wilson is not going to be the future of this franchise? Come on now. That's that's stretching it a little bit. I would be more concerned, and this is where I get back to the point where I was saying that I think blame is being placed in, in the wrong spot here when you look at you know who the, the focal point is, where the focal point is Zach Wilson, and now can he do it? Can he be the guy? Uh, I don't think he uh, any longer has it or is going to be that franchise quarterback. Instead, I look at this game, and again, I obviously admit Zach Wilson did not play a, a great game, but I blame this on the coaches. I really do believe that when I look at the biggest mismatch between these two franchises, between the Jets and the Patriots right now, it's on the sidelines. And as long as Bill Belichick is there, 
the Jets are going to have a problem because they keep hiring head coaches who don't know what they're doing. Now, Robert Sala is a very passionate coach and a guy who I like as a, an individual. He, he's easy to root for. He's accountable. He you know, addresses the media head on. He's a fiery competitor. And I'm not saying he doesn't know football. I think he does. And the defense clearly has been playing much better in recent weeks, which is the reason for the Jets' turnaround. I mean, we talk about them running the football, of course, offensively. But defense is this team's bread and butter. Now, are they a great defense? No, not yet. But they're very, very good. But it's coaching to me. That's the problem. And if anything, and by the way, when I say... You know, coaching is the problem. It doesn't mean that Zach, uh, that Robert Sala is the worst coach in the league, the way that we saw with Adam Gase or or maybe Todd Bowles, as bad as he was. But just that there's a lot of room for improvement there. And the bigger issue for me moving forward would be, is Sala the guy and his staff, with LaFleur in particular, are they the guys to get the most out of Zach Wilson. That's where I would come away with questions after watching Sunday's game. And I felt this way all year long about Saul, realizing that eh, I'm not sure, you know, where we compare it to the Giants, where you see what Brian Dable has done with minimal talent and a quarterback who, in my opinion, does not have a skill set that is similar to Zach Wilson. And they both can make plays on the move. You know, they, they they both have good arms in in different ways. Where you know Wilson could flick the ball deep. Will, uh, Jones has a strong arm, but you get it. They're they're different players with different skill sets. But Dable is able to put Daniel Jones, a guy who has been mistake prone his entire career to date, he's been able to put Jones in a better position to succeed than any coach prior, and the Giants have been able to be competitive and win a lot of football games like that so far. Sala and LaFleur have not figured out yet how to maximize Zach Wilson's potential. And that, to me, is their biggest problem. I just feel like, now, it's hard to use Belichick as an example because he's the greatest coach that ever lived, in my opinion. But it's hard to believe that had... Zach Wilson had the coaching of a Bill Belichick-led staff or, you know, Andy Reid, throw him out there. And I go, I'm going to two of the best, of course, but still, this is what we're talking about. You want to go Kyle Shanahan. I mean, a, a real, legitimate, ex, experienced, established head coach. At least then, to me, it would eliminate the question marks that I currently have with this Jets organization. I like Joe Douglas a lot. I think Joe Douglas has done an incredible job. Now, it's taken a while, but as it should, turning around an organization as barren as the Jets were with talent. And they made some great trades, some great draft picks, and the Jets have a lot of talent and a lot of promise moving forward still. I think Zach Wilson is a part of that promise. I like what I see in Zach Wilson as far as his arm goes, as far as his confidence goes his ability to make plays on the move he's got a lot to learn there's no doubt about that 
a young quarterback that's trying to do too much at times, that makes silly, stupid mistakes, trying to throw the football away and doesn't throw it away. I mean, that's unacceptable. You cannot throw a ball that you're just giving up on and want to throw it out of bounds and keep it in play for an interception. You know, the lazy play before the half where he just kind of floats one up there over the middle. You can't do that stuff in the NFL and get away with it. You can't do it. But he's got to be better coached to me. Not only better coached, but put in a better position to succeed. I watch Zach Wilson, and I have great belief that he is going to be. He's got potential to get to the top tier of quarterback play in this league. That's what I believe in just watching him. Those bad decisions can be corrected. This is not a talent thing. This is a coaching thing, a learning thing for Zach Wilson. He's got to learn that the same crap that he did at BYU is not going to fly with the New York Jets. And I just think that the Jets are too young as an organization. You saw the coaching staff going into this matchup this week. I mean, I was baffled, baffled by that tough talk. Oh, we didn't forget last time and blah, 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 blah. And the Jets talking tough for a team that was a, I don't want to say fake 5-2, and two, but, I mean, come on. The, you, you We're watching this team through seven games. They were never a top team. And you see the difference of the top teams in the league. And I know there's a lot of parity in the league this year, and you could pick apart a lot of teams if you so choose. But they just weren't, I mean, they were fortunate to win one of those games. And all of a sudden, you know, instead of 5-2, and 4-3 and three is not a record that you're going to be pounding your chest about. For the Jets, it's great, sure, in a building year. But it's not like you saw a team that, wow, look out, here come the Jets. Zach Wilson, the offense, really has it. I mean, they've had moments, but it hasn't been sustained. It's been too inconsistent. And... The focal point for me, while I get the frustration with Zach Wilson after this week, and I get the frustration in general, that's a bad, bad loss. It was a huge game going in. It was at MetLife. The Jets had this home game. They wanted the crowd to be pumped up. They got all excited about those stupid black uniforms, which I can't stand. But anyway, all the build up to it, it felt like it was a celebratory atmosphere going into it. All the trash talk this week leading up to it, the Patriots basically right there for the taking and the Jets still couldn't do anything with it. Extremely frustrating for Jets fans and for the organization, I'm sure. Extremely frustrating. But I think they put way too much emphasis and pressure on themselves. I think that showed with Zach Wilson where it was not treated like any other game. You know, and again, I do give them a break with the key injuries that they lose Vera Tucker and Hall. Those are tough to overcome, and that's going to be a problem moving forward. But that's part of football. It's something that they do have to overcome if they want to get to the next level. I'm not sold on the coaching staff being able to get this team there. And I know no, you know, no change is going to be made this year or even next year. Sal is going to get a run here. But what we're watching is a young team that's learning on the go. They're not ready yet. Not the quarterback not the head coach. That's the problem. That's the frustrating thing is that they have talent. We want them to be there. We want them to be ready and have them put it all together. They're not there yet. Could they get there by the end of the season? 
Possibly. I mean, I don't think it's looking promising when you take a look at the schedule and know who's coming up next. Is this team going to be able to compete with the Buffalo Bills? Not many can. And then all of a sudden you're looking at a team that's now, you know, five and four going back to take on New England after a bye week. Where in the next few weeks or the next couple of weeks, they need to show the improvement as a staff, as a squad to be able to go up to New England and return the favor. That'll be a show of something game. Forget the Bills game, although, I mean, look, you do what you can there. But the the game in New England might define this Jets season in a couple of weeks. Forget revenge for the last 13 years. They're going to need to make amends for one that they could have had and arguably should have had. I know everything changed on the, or in the final two minutes of that, the first half. And look, the stupid penalty, again, the Jets have taken plenty of stupid penalties. Hard to get on Franklin Myers with the rule being the way that it is, but guys got to be smarter. I mean, and the explanation after the game that Salah got was ridiculous, saying they hit him too hard. I mean, he clearly hit him late, and unfortunately, the way that the rules are now, we talked about this last week, I mean, just make it two-hand touch or flag football. It's ridiculous. You can't even touch these quarterbacks. But it's a terrible penalty that probably cost them the game because had that interception return the pick six stand I I don't know if New England against that defense can come back but it didn't stand the game changed and the Jets just didn't have it and you know special teams too which is a big problem that's a lot of it's coaching the Jets didn't have a great game plan I don't think coming into this one but you also look at the quarterback play to me that is a direct reflect reflection of the coach and his staff and that's where I would put the majority of the blame in the Jets' loss to New England. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.